it cannot possibly be time once again for men seeking tomahawks, is it? Is my, is my watch fast? How, how are we doing this again already? It's it's too soon. Too soon, Dan. But it's not. It's uh, it's an exciting day. Uh, it's er, evening here, but I don't want to place any restrictions on the listener. You might be listening too late. in the morning. And already day, did it. mate. And good day, so, Danny, this is Mincinky Tomahawks. I'm Jack Drastic. That's Danny Franks. And, uh, Dan, I uh, I don't want to alarm you, but uh, I don't know if you've noticed that our, uh, our situation here is not the two-man booth that we're used to, but we are joined once again by Denton Royalty. It is uh, Mr. Justin Webb. Webb, how are you? Royalty, really? That's... Well, I mean, if you're going to wear the crown in the studio, then you at least have to take some sort of yeah. credit for that. Well, you can place what am it, I uh, going to do with the scepter? Like. Indeed. <laughs> I wondered <laughs> if that's what that was. It's many things to many people. <laughs> if uh, if you're filling out the Men Seeking Tomahawks Wikipedia, which we, we need to get on, uh, Webb is an integral integral part of this, of this little operation. He is uh, a man of many talents. He's a musician. He is a club operator, and uh, now currently he is a uh, promoter of of shows. He's just an all around entertainment juggernaut, and uh, <laughs> his voice may sound slightly familiar. Uh, I have no idea why. It, no, what really it shouldn't. Pure current. One of it really shouldn't. No. So. <clears throat> so as he drinks a hard, uh, not a hard seltzer. That's a soft seltzer. Very soft. Such a soft seltzer. As he as he imbibes upon that, uh, we wanted to uh, explain why why Webb is gracing us with his presence this evening, and it's because uh, Webb was at an event, and by golly, I hate to use profanity here, but by golly, Whoa. you know, last Whoa. week, I know, I know, we got to change the rating now because nope. Jack's off on a tangent. Last week, Dan brought us. A hard-hitting trip report from Nashville. And this week, Young Webb is bringing us a report back on an event in a town that was a big part of the upbringing of the three of us, for sure. That being Denton, Texas, and the event being Denton Palooza. I'm surprised you're in one piece, Webb. I'm Me too. thankful you're here and able to do this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's good to be here. Well, thank you. So coming up next, we're going to pick Webb's brain and find out what the heck a Denton Palooza is and what went down subsequently. But first, we will start off with something we've never done here, Dan. Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, impossible. I don't believe that we have ever graced listeners with contemporary folk Celtic fusion. Spec. Well, I call it Celtic, ah. but you might call it Celtic. Ah, sorry, Larry fan. Bird. I did that on per on, on not yeah, purpose. Why do they why do they pronounce it Celtics? I've never understood that. Ignorance. Mm. Pure ignorance. And it's Boston too. I mean, Speaking of, on. continue, Jack. <laughs> D- Dan is correct. Uh, it's contemporary folk Celtic fusion from the great Pacific Northwest. We bring you Fillion and Deborah Busking with the old gravel road, and it is right here on Men Seeking Tomahawks.
Fillion and Deborah Busking with The Old Gravel Road. A little bit of contemporary folk Celtic fusion from the Pacific Northwest. We heard uh, Fillion on the Ilian Pipes. It's the instrument he plays. And he is accompanied there by pianist Deborah Busking. If you would like to hear more from Fillion and Deborah Busking, or any artist featured on the program, go to menseekingtomahawks.com. And speaking of music, we are hot on the heels of a large music event. Dan and I are lame as hell. We did not attend this event. So we brought in a cool kid. It is one Justin Webb. So Webb, you know, to make this not a regional conversation, to try to broaden it out to a broad audience, I figured we mm-hmm. should paint the picture, right? Because okay. the the town in question, Denton, Texas, is much like any old quirky, artsy, fartsy music college town in your neck of the woods. It's a fun place. And uh, recently, just this weekend, they had a an event called Denton Palooza. And... The funny thing is, if I understand this correctly, Webb, this event sort of kind of started off as a joke, did it not? Yeah, as a meme, actually. A meme. A meme. So um, the meme itself, describe mm-hmm. it, because you know, basically what this did was kind of get the ball rolling without anybody actually knowing it was. Yeah, uh, this guy named Joey... Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing his last name right. Like, like the, okay. Uh, he, uh, he's been, a, he's a guy around town. He's, you know, a man about town. Yes. Yeah. He was a DJ and he did some pretty big DJ gigs and stuff like that. And then, uh, I don't know. He just kind of messes around and does like just weird random stuff. And so he made this like basically like a fake flyer for a show that was going to happen in Denton. But it's just like all the just ridiculous things that like people know about Denton. Cause there's like weird, quirky things that are just going on like all around town, like at, you know, different points. But it was just like basically all those things. Like, and some of them were like completely ridiculous. Like there was dumpster that was set on fire uh, <laughs> over by a place and it was like you know uh, that was one of the one of the acts was a dumpster fire i think one of my like favorite literal fire in a dumpster yeah i think one of my favorites was the the school there the college has a unofficial mascot that is an albino squirrel that just happens to live on campus and that was one of the acts that was going to be appearing was the yeah. albino squirrel <laughs> and they were there they were, they were at the at the Denton Palooza. Okay, so yeah, this... something to know about Denton. I'm going to jump in here. Something to know about Denton. It's kind of like the uh, like the little stepbrother of Dallas. So Dallas people call yeah. Big D. Denton is Little D. So kind of always gets the uh, gets a hard time for for being the Little D. Don't we all? Um, kind of a little brother to to like Austin. Yeah, it's like a smaller Austin. Kinda. It is. So yeah. people you know talk about Austin's music scene, and Denton has one too. A little bit smaller, still a college town, but smaller college town. Um, so it's, it's got, you know, these quirky things like Webb said too, that kind of differentiates it. So, okay. It's not the biggest music town in Texas, but it's got these cool, weird things. And it's not the biggest town in the Metroplex in terms of a bar scene, but it's got some interesting little bar things. So it's, it's a unique quirky town that's, um, 
you know, could could say it plays second fiddle to some of these other places in the state, but uh, the people that are from there, like us, or have spent much of our life there, um, really have a soft spot for it and kind of hang our hat on some of these weird, quirky uh, traditions that come out of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so that, that meme that uh, we were mentioning here, it kind of put all those quirky, funny things in a single little fake concert page or fake yeah. uh, festival page, I guess you would say. And then all of a sudden, somehow or another, this thing grew legs and actually jumped off the meme page and became a thing. How did that happen, Webb? People just kept asking him, like, when the sh- when it- when is this show going to happen? Where's it going to be at? <laughs> like, I would totally go to this. And he was like, well, I don't know if we can make this work. And then, like, he started talking to a few people. And he was like, well, if these people will play, I wonder if we can get some get some more. And, like, some people, like, didn't even realize that, you know, like, there's this uh, uh, lady in town, uh, her name is Barb, and she's on Facebook, and she's just, like, this super rad lady on, that just, like, posts, like, really positive things all the time, and, like, he got a hold of her, and she ended up showing up, and, like, she just wanted to sit in a chair and just watch stuff, and she had a great time, and, like, she, but, like, she had no idea that people knew, like, that much about her, or that she was, like famous or you know like locally famous so So i guess that's the really the neat thing about this is that what we're talking about i think of ultimately what happens with denton palooza is that it wasn't really just a concert it was more of it, it almost it started as a joke that was just embracing and celebrating the the things the oddities that kind of amalgamate to make what Denton is and somehow or another, this ended up being an event. It's some, it, yeah. I'm so like you said, it's a Facebook lady. It's the, the Facebook lady that everybody knows. It's just all the weird things about town. And it was just kind of a celebration of, of those yeah, things. And, and some of it's music related. Some of it's, uh, you know, just like there were, baby goats there they had like a petting a small petting zoo (laughs) why was there a small petting zoo because we can because we can it it was available awesome okay so i have a list of some random things that were advertised as being there i just want to run down them quick and you kind of let us know if they were there and if they were cool okay um the beat machine dude who hangs out in front of jupiter house cafe yes he was there uh not my not my bag, but you know, it was like kind of EDM stuff. Uh, okay. He was he was really into it. <laughs> All right, well, just like he is in front of the Jupiter House Cafe. Yeah, uh, yeah. Denton Spider Man. Yes, and Spider Denton Spider Girl too as well. Oh. And they also have a truck that they have like wrapped that says like Denton Spider Man that he drives around too. Okay, and he's getting a little commercial there. I was actually just standing outside the door uh, whenever he pulled up, and he was, like, totally teen-wolfing the truck, like, riding on top of it, you know, (laughs) posing and stuff like that, like, over the railroad tracks, and then, like, made a big circle and came back around. So you think, like, he stopped about 30 seconds out and did that? He didn't ride Uh, all the way from from home? Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe. Okay. Dogs driving power wheels. Yes. That was the (laughs) coolest thing I've ever seen. Seriously. One of the cooler things. Like, th- th- that was the first thing that happened, like, in the day. Well, you was, know, they got to be light outside. You don't want to ask them to drive in the dark. Yeah. Those things don't have headlights. 
True. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, there, one of, that guy also had a dog that could do math. It was really interesting. Wow. Oh, smart. Like nothing crazy, but like you'd be like two plus two and the dog would be like, <laughs> and then it'd be like two minus one. Like it's like, it was pretty good. It's a gimmick. It's a gimmick. It's a gimmick, but it's a cool gimmick. That's a cool Keep it on gimmick. the dog train, uh, so to speak. Elvis, the dog mayor of Denton. Elvis uh, was not feeling well. He did, oh, not, get, he did not attend. He did not oh, attend. I hope he didn't get the, you know. Doggy COVID? Yeah. <laughs> is, is that a thing? Oh, well, I guess it is. Huh? Okay, so I've got two more here. This one's confusing to me. The old Howdy Doody sign. Yes. Uh, do you remember the gas station, Howdy Doody? Yep. Very well. Uh, do you remember that old creepy sign that's like... What like, like aged poorly so, and creepy so looking? Yeah, it looks it's terrifying. That was terrifying. next to chopsticks, isn't it? The the takeout place or is yeah. that? Yeah. yeah, that's great. That's what I thought. Yeah. So they just like wheel the sign out on stage and get a round of applause and then wheel it off or? Uh, no, we just had it hanging. Like somebody built like a because uh, the light, you know, it's not hooked up to any like lights anymore because they kept the pole and they bought a new sign. It's like the, oh, like the old puppet. Yeah. Like it's it, it's kind of like that thing now. Anyway, uh, somebody built like a light box for the back of it so that it would light up again. Nice. And well, that was kind. Once it was lit up, you could actually see like more features on it, and you would think, oh, well, okay, that looks cooler. No, it gets creepier. It's so <laughs> weird. It's it's one of the weirdest things. All right, now here's the last one, and this is one that uh, Jack and I can feel very close to. Um, Sean from Midway Mart uh, yes. advertises being there. So he's the proprietor of the rundown uh, convenience store in the middle of town where all the finest of beers can be the sold. The best beers in He yeah. curates the best, uh, finest Hands beers. down, the best beer store in yeah. town. So Sean from Midway Mart was advertised as being there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and it, what's, what's weird about that is, like, Sean works, like, Every day, all day. He's like the only guy who works there. Yeah, nobody ever sees him like outside of Midway Mart. He's like, always behind that counter. That's it. Yeah, that's where yeah. he lives. Uh, but he showed up, and they did an inter- They interviewed him on on stage and everything. So it was pretty cool. Holy yeah. cow, that is cool. And so, so just to so that's the who. That's that's who was there, but. We need to also uh, give mention to the venue that allowed this to happen and uh, the people involved in it because uh, both Webb and myself and Dan to a, I guess to a lesser extent, have spent a, a great deal of time at a place in town called Rubber Gloves Rehearsal Studio. Now, it's, it's in its second or third iteration at this point, and... What this thing is, is a a bar and what I would say is probably one of the better respected music venues in terms of the quality of music that you could find north of Dallas. Would you say that's accurate, Webb? Oh, yeah, easily. So it's always been, I wouldn't say it's a historic, but certainly notable. And you can uh, definitely say over the years that there's been some really interesting stuff happen there. And I can't think of a better place to have held such a unique event. So that was the venue. Dan, uh, Webb is one of the, the folks that keeps that place going these days. I've, I've spent a couple of tours of duty there myself. Uh, now, the whole thing was also uh, something of a 
a fundraising uh, thing for a, an institution called DMAC, correct, Webb? Uh, yeah, there were several uh, several beneficiaries uh, that, that received money, but yeah, DMAC was one of them. So tell us a little bit about DMAC, because this, this is a really good institution uh, we need to talk a little bit more about. Yeah, uh, DMAC is uh, the Denton Music and Art Collective. Pretty much what they do is, is uh, if you create art or you create music, they actually, it's kind of like a insurance. It's more of a supplemental uh, kind of insurance thing to help out with like costs, like co-pays and stuff like that. Like we can pay your co-pays and stuff like that if you ha- if you do have insurance, it's it's really great supplemental stuff, but it's we do all kinds of fundraisers and all like we've we've just been killing it this last year, uh, raising money and we've got so many people. I think we're up to seventy five participants in the in the in the program. So like, it's a really good cause, and we do a lot of good work with those guys. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, that that is that's a a really neat thing. Those that's you know art is important. And it's really hard to be an artist and also take care of yourself. So it's really cool that there's a, there's such an entity looking out for those people. Yeah. And we've really, really saved some butts out there. <laughs> That's awesome, like, man. Like uh, Tony Ferraro. Hey, uh, the great that... Tony Ferraro. We've heard yeah, of him. We know that guy. We hear him he's at the beginning and end of every show. Yeah, you, you damn bet. Uh, so... You know, we mentioned that there were goats and there were dogs driving power wheels and uh, other notable personalities uh, amongst town. So, Webb, can you tell us a little bit about the musical acts that were there? Yeah. Um, let's see. We talked about the uh, the beat dude. <laughs> um, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember like everything like in or in kind of a somewhat order. So the the Wee Beasties played, which is like a local like punk band with this rather large gentleman who wears a speedo. It looks like that might have been the main event. Was that the? Uh, yeah, that were they were the finish the, the headliners. headliners. Yeah, but what about brave uh, combo. Yeah, brave combo, uh, Grammy award winning polka. Polka. Speaking of music that we don't have enough of on the show. Hey, Brave Combo, where are you at? Why are you not on Men Seeking Tomahawks? Come on. See, uh, they played. They were really good. Uh, Also, they were on an episode of The Simpsons. I don't know if if you've ever mentioned that on your show or not. Wow. No. Interesting. Um, Yeah, they were in some early episodes. Uh, Matt Groening is a huge uh, Brave Combo fan. I love that Brave Combo has this like fish like or grateful dead like following it's it's not the same oh, totally, magnitude yeah. but it's so interesting when you hear people random people be like yes brave combo and it's like yeah okay all right intrigue <laughs> all right sure yeah we'll do that they're fun they're they're very fun oh yeah band. very fun what about um, this act <clears throat> um and this is very inside uh denton uh but paul slavin's featuring the murder kroger rodent <laughs> yes <laughs> Okay, so uh, the Murder Kroger rodent, there is, I think it was on Reddit, uh, somebody had posted that they went to Kroger like at super late at night, and it was just like, there were like hundreds of rats just oh. all over the store. 
Uh. Like go eating loaves of bread like on the bread aisle like this can't be true here swear to god it, it shut down it, kroger they shut it down for they several shut it days. they had to shut really? it down like uh for, it was like almost a month Holy uh, they had cow. to reclean the store they had to do all this stuff like it's, ah. it was crazy it's a super old building but, and it, it yeah bur- <laughs> it was previously known as murder kroger so someone got murdered in the parking lot oh wow and then it was uh i believe that that uh, Kroger Rodent's name is Crodent. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he accompanied uh, Paul Slavens on to stage. Paul Slavens, well, he was... Yeah, it, it, they kind of just danced around while Paul played. <laughs> that works, that works. Now, Paul is a very accomplished artist. I've watched him a number of times in town do... He does like an improv song thing, which is really cool. He's also a local DJ on our NPR music station, which is really neat. Uh, yeah. you care to expand on that any, or is that about Paul Slavens in a nutshell? Uh, yeah, I think the coolest thing that he does is he has like, uh, he used to do these things like it was like every Monday or something like that. You write a song title on a napkin and you put money in the song title. And depending on how much money, like the highest, pretty much like the highest bidder got their song played. Like he would just like instantly come up with a song that was about whatever it is, you know. You it was wrote a fun down bit. On your thing. Yeah, yeah, it was. Good it was stuff. super cool. Yeah, it was really neat. So here's Never one that in- intrigues me: um, the psychedelic flute player. Speaking of music, we don't have enough of on the show. Mm. Oh yeah, I forgot about the psychedelic flute player. Uh, they they were they were pretty awesome. I I thought they were pretty neat. They they had a cool sound, I guess. I mean it was you know psychedelic flute. <laughs> what about the Richie Flow magic show? That's something that piques my interest. Yeah, that was it. He did some magic. It was it was all right. I was it was kind of hard to do because you're doing it in front of like you know two hundred people. And <laughs> doing like, close up magic in front of that many people. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of hard to kind of pull no off. David yeah, That's but funny. so what was the highlight then? You know, because a lot of these I just mentioned, and you were like, "Eh." Okay, so I'm I'm glad that you hadn't mentioned it yet. But the highlight was Tigerhead keyboard guy. Okay, describe this for for the listener. Okay, so there's this guy that just started randomly popping up on random corners on in Denton, and he would show up in this big tiger head, like a big like furry tiger head and he had a keyboard and he that had batteries and then he would just play and make up all these songs for people that were driving by like about them about their vehicle or no, their physical no, appearance just, oh, okay. just playing songs for them you know not about them just playing songs for them and then people started like by giving him money and he was like well i don't really want money but if you could give me some batteries that would be cool and so people just started giving him batteries and like it became like this thing. Well, he's never played like a live show. Like that's the as far as his musical career has gone. It's just playing on weird random corners. And I mean like I'm talking like in the middle of a like residential area. Like hmm. <laughs> it's it's so strange. Like you're just you're driving by and there's like house, house, house. Some guy in a tiger head <laughs> playing a keyboard. Okay, all right. Well, you know, it's he's not hurting anybody, I guess. So, but uh, he played. That was his his first show, 
and absolutely tore the place down. No. Like, there was no probably, way. like, around that time, there was probably, like, 150, 175 people. Everybody loved it. Like, everybody was into it. And, like, it was just really amazing. Because this, come to find out, like, once people started finding out more about this guy, uh, he's actually got some, like, uh, he's, like, mentally challenged. And uh, he lives in a group home. And so, like, they, he only gets to go out so often. And that's what he wants to do is like whenever he goes out from his his group home, they go and drop him off on these corners and then they come back and pick him up. And so like they basically did the same kind of thing last night, uh, except, you know, they came in and they, they wanted to watch the show and everything. And they were they were blown away. Like even they were like, we knew he did music, man. You know, we've heard him before, but like, you know, actually being on a stage and yeah. You know, like, having like just a big dropping them off on a system. corner in a tiger head, but yeah, you know, having like a big sound system and seeing the people react to them, like it was just beautiful, really, God. man. It was really, really awesome. Like, that is I, now I was, is this like a luchador situation where nobody knows the true identity, uh, or does he like pull off the mask on stage? No, he never. He never pulls the mask off. That's awesome. the weird thing. I hope he yeah. keeps it that way. Oh, this is yeah. interesting. Okay, we need to come back. And we need to hear from Webb his overall takeaway from this. Any interesting tidbits that uh, his behind-the-scenes status might give us. Spoiler alert, Jack. I saw some social media chatter that things might have gotten a little crazy. Oh, uh-oh. Salacious. Okay. So coming up next, we're going to wrap this thing up with uh, our good friend Webb. But first, we are speaking of good music. We're going to hear a beat maker by the name of Shabitz with his track, Hard Spacey Beat, and it is right here on The Men Seeking Tomahawk.
spacey beat there it is i got got they got the fluids going that's how that's how i feel about that so many fluids to get going oh you have to be more descriptive than that these days yeah you really do so web i mean uh you've painted a picture here tonight and it's i you know i i wasn't sure what the heck this thing was but the way that you described denton palooza it seems like it was a really nifty thing uh, yeah. you know, I feel like, uh, this is a time and place where community is something hard to cultivate and, uh, yeah. Denton's always done a pretty decent job at doing that. And, uh, it sounds like to me, it sounds from the outside looking in, it sounds like it was a great event and, uh, went off really well, but what say you, what was your, what's your conclusion? If you will, uh, it was it was fun. I was on the working end of it, so like you know, that's always like a chore. Like I didn't get to like hang out and have a good time, but well, I mean, I still had a good time. But I I think everybody had fun. I I mean, ultimately, even though I was working, I you know I still had fun. Um, but like, just there were some really good moments. There were some really not so awesome moments, I guess. Uh, I'm gonna. I did or? forget to. I did not mention earlier too. There was also a mechanical bull there for a while. Hell yes. Uh, and Spider Man and the murder or the the Kroger rodent Crode. both uh, both rode the mechanical bull. Okay, that's not fair. Like obviously Spider Man's not going to get bucked off the bull. That's a good point. Uh, he 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 did, I believe. Oh, I did got a fake. I, I got kind of got distracted right right towards the end of his run. What were you um, distracted by? Uh, well, I was working. Was it the flat Earth pinata party? Came in. <laughs> no, but the uh, flat Earth car was there. Oh, the flat, the flat Earth, Earth car. So, Pete, I mean, Denton has made imager. It's made some Reddit fame, and that's one one time it has done so. Is that uh, there is a vehement flat earther that. Uh, Lives in town and decorates his vehicle as such. He has two vehicles now. Ooh, wow. <laughs> Collections must be going good. A yeah. truck and a car and a house. Uh, his house is all... A flat earth house. Decked out, yeah. But how does it stay attached to the with to the, uh, to the ground? <laughs> Easily. It's so, so much me. easier when it's flat. So, so I mean, Webb, is this uh, the first annual Denton Palooza, you think? Has there been any rumblings of yeah. putting it on the calendar? Uh, there, There's been mentions of it but like i think it's 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 still so like we just got done with this so like let's let's take a beat and figure out you know maybe but like it was pretty successful i mean you know everybody had a you know good time like how good. good how good pretty good <laughs> I, I did see one complaint on Twitter. They said, how come uh, Denton's own men seeking tomahawks didn't have any stage time? Yeah, that was tweeted oh, by whoa. you, so it's not a not a story there. <laughs> I but still saw Dan it. F. Dan, Denton, Dan, that can, Denton, Dan, Dan, that cannot be what you were referring to when you said that there was some social media rumblings about how wild-ass this thing got. No, I saw at Eflux Journal, he says, I smoked weed with Scrappy the Eagle at Denton Palooza. Oh, that's so good. Scrap, lot to unpack there. Scrappy the Eagle Whoa. being the uh, official mascot of your University of North Texas. Not the squirrel. We also had the uh, TWU mascot as well. 
Pioneers? What what is the No, uh they have a new mascot called Oakley the Owl. Oh, okay. All good pioneers have an owl companion. Yeah. All it's right. Like a familiar. Well, good stuff, Webb. Thank you. Uh before we let you go, we have a musician waiting out in the green room. He told us that uh he wanted to play Denton Palooza. Uh, but that you wouldn't return any of his calls. He he was uh, he was pretty upset, so we offered him the forum to talk this out with you. Uh, listen, uh, this guy uh, he's been blowing me up every day, you know, for weeks now, and I I really man, I just really don't want to talk to him. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and bail. Tell him I I forgot the I was late for like a vasectomy or something. <laughs> Oh, Webb, uh, how quickly you forget there's only one door to the studio, and like Jack said, he's standing just on the other side of it. Oh, uh, no problem. Toodles! Holy, holy moly! Oh. Webb, oh. Webb I hope I'm he's charging okay. you for that window. Uh, okay, Dan, what do we do here? Well, I mean, I believe we have no choice but to welcome back to the program the preeminent Tom Waits tribute act in the Tri-County area. Mr. Tom Proceeds. Hello, men seeking tomahawks. Thanks again for having me on this little inebriated, unpolished, and misadventure on not radio. That's now, right. Where's that scoundrel Justin Tiberius Webb? You just missed him. Uh, he had to run, said something about being late for a vasectomy. Uh, ain't that always the case? If you're not late for a vasectomy, you're early for a hacking expedition in Mayo's Income, Tennessee. <laughs> wow, and so it starts. Tom, you said you wanted to come on and talk to Webb about Denpalooza. Oh, yeah, it really chafes my chafables that your man Webb ghosted me on this shindig in Denton. Sort of a sucker for the concerts called Paloozas. Uh, I try to play every one. Wait, what, like Lollapalooza? No, 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 the big ones, the big ones. Yeah, we're talking about the uh, Crochet Palooza down in uh, sunny Duluth, Minnesota. Or Trawler Palooza, the yearly festival performed exclusively for an audience of Atlantic herring and mackerel. <laughs> So, from the sound of it, Denton Palooza was just as good as any of those events, though. I guess I'll never know. <laughs> but when I heard there was a quiet North Texas community with an albino squirrel, Robocop, and Scott Bakula's the local college's quarterback. Yeah, I knew I had to see that place. At least write 10 or 20 songs about it anyway. You know, I'm not sure why Webb wouldn't have booked you for this show. Uh, maybe because I'm too straight-laced for that concert goers out there in old Denton. Should I start singing fewer songs about haunted radiators? Should I sing more about the way the moon shines off the side of the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile on Leap <laughs> I actually think either of those subjects make for fine songs, Tom. And, and Webb said you called him a bunch in the weeks leading up to the show, so he never even answered his phone? That's terrible. 
telephone? No, no, I don't. Uh, I don't even own a phone. <laughs> I never bought into any of that telephony cockamamie. The telephone is nothing more than a passing craze. <laughs> okay, uh, so you never called him, but Webb said you had been blowing him up for weeks. Well, yeah, but in the usual fashion, you know, uh, Western Union telegrams, naval flag signaling, messages affixed to carrier magpies, singing telegrams performed by mariachi bands, you know, the usual. Wow, and it's shocking. He never responded to any of those. Not even to a smoke signal I made by teaching 30 salamanders to vape. <laughs> wow. That's uh, effort. Yeah, that's, that is effort. Uh, Tom, we're, we're sorry that you didn't get to perform at Denpalooza, and we're sorry that you didn't get to speak to Webb here. Yeah, that's life, so they say... Well, you boys don't forget to pick up my brand new Christmas album available now at the finer Woolworths, Foley's, and Montgomery Wards. <laughs> Toodles! Hey! Why, why'd you have to go through the good window? Why couldn't he just go through the one that was already broken? He might found, find Webb down there. Yeah. Jack, I'm going to be honest. You should lighten up. Anyway, I'm also late for my vasectomy. You've got the outro, right? Uh, sure, Dan. See ya. Oh, come on! Oh, Jesus. Hey, Webb. Hey, Tom. <sighs> well, now that we've thoroughly vented the Men Seeking Tomahawk studio, it is time to put this one to bed. Be sure to subscribe to the program on your favorite podcast app. Become a tomahawk-seeking person by joining the conversation over on The Social and hear more from the musicians featured on the program Go to menseekingtomahawks.com. You know what? Why not? 